Ladies and gentlemen of the Nightmares podcast, I am holding in my hands a piece of horror history that... <sighs> um, yeah, this is the uh, machete from Friday the 13th, part 7. And, and that's it is... just in my pants. <laughs> you mind letting me introduce, asshole? Yes, go ahead. Okay, so our guest today is James of the HSPPA, and it is the only reason I'm even, even able to hold such a magnificent piece of history right here. So I'm just going to let James do the talking now. How are you, James? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Good to be here. Good. Good to be here in person. Yeah. Oh, dude, Love it's, the digs, man. Dude, James is on a podcast about two years ago, and we did it 2019. Over, 2019. Jesus. Three years ago. Three, um, three years ago. The um, uh, It's like two years and some change and everything else. So, James, if, you, if for all the new people out, why don't you explain exactly who you are, what you do, um, and whether or not you're a Pisces or a Capricorn. Um, just well, kidding. I'm neither. The, uh... <laughs> uh, my name is James Azrael. I'm the author of the Bible and many of Shakespeare's plays. <laughs> I enjoy long walks on the beach. And uh... <clears throat> How about something factual? I volunteer at the Breast Implant Clinic on the that weekends. I that I believe. Uh, that I believe to be factual. <laughs> Head of product testing. <laughs> so, the... Uh... Uh... <laughs> have an expertise in honka honka. The, uh, <laughs> the FBI. The uh, female body. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I own the t-shirt. I didn't even suck back. I, the ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, this is probably going to be yeah. most of the podcast. Yeah. It's just us dicking around. And <laughs> this is how we end up doing it every time. But anyway, James, what are you actually all about? Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god mark's peeking the, oh man <laughs> stop, color correction stop peeking sir. The, uh, the, <laughs> don't peek at me the, uh, uh, stop it <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, am, I am the president and head curator of the hsppa the horror and sci-fi prop preservation association we're a non-profit traveling museum of screen used movie props Awesome. And awesome. He, and he has some awesome shit. Yeah. Fucking, I brought a whole box that. for you here. The, um, uh, so, and then if anybody needs to know, this is the uh, the gun from RoboCop. Which RoboCop is, 2. Uh, this is RoboCop 2? Oh, dude, I, I fucking love it. I'm a huge RoboCop fan, so I've... Oh, so, like, as excited as he is about holding that machete right now, this is how excited I am about holding this gun. This is fucking fantastic. The, so um, that gun, uh, it's actual use in the film is when he gets his hand shot off. Okay. So that's the gun that was in the hand. It's when the hand goes flying off. Oh, dude, that's the... Oh, that's so that's cool. Gun. Dude, James, like, literally a, is a cornucopia of stories about... Full all, of gourds. Dude, I have so many of all the stories. The, um, obviously one that's very famous and we won't get it to him too much, but is, is all the human centipede stories <laughs> that he has. The, um, uh, you know, you knew I was going to come out right out the gate swinging, you know. The, you uh, know, COVID has, has ruined that for us. Hey, it's it, been... If, <laughs> if, if all the people that have, you know, gotten sick and had horrible things happen during COVID, uh, the worst thing to happen is we can't use the human centipede anymore. It shows. Uh, that's, that's, yeah. that, that's, I mean, it's just not sucks. right. Cause I think about it. Cause if, if you're doing oh, yeah. the photo op, you got to put your face down into the mask. Yeah. You know, the, it's like, it's a super spreader. The, um, uh, yeah, dude. Um, so. But, but yeah, James is, is, uh, you know, had many of, uh, people, 
um, participate in that. Um, uh, three generations of daughter, yeah. grandmother, and and granddaughter. Um, a lot. The um, <laughs> and then also yeah. did have a uh, one of the uh, the Backstreet Boys. Um, almost do it, which by the almost. way, I was at their concert two weeks ago, and that story sure as fuck popped into my head. The, um, uh, the, which um, one was it? Was uh, it's the tattooed one? It's AJ. AJ. The um, don't ask. I yeah. I do know all their names, but I have a very stupid memory about that. The um, I'm let's a, hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, it's um, uh, it is uh, it's Brian. It's, yeah, there's five of them. Uh, Brian, Nick, AJ, Howie, and Kevin. And on that, I the, will take this away from you. And the uh, the, the man card has been removed. The um uh, the um uh, so the um uh, and then you know <laughs> and then then Jason I'll, I'll Lars. I'll back you up, man. I, I I actually saw Backstreet Boys when they uh, performed with New Kids on the Block. I went to the oh, New Kids they, part of that. Cause well, I was, yeah, yeah. They, I was yeah. always a fan of them. But I I told everybody I was going to the um, saw the musical. Oh, okay. Starring yeah, that, I mean, that is, the, you got to keep uh, up uh, reputation yeah. and everything else. But you know, surprise, yeah. <laughs> you confessed. The, uh, oh yeah, no, I'm proud of it, man. New kids, uh, dude, absolutely. Yeah. The, Hanging um, tough, man. So, <laughs> so, so, hey, so I know that's the only one that looked like me in that whole crowd too. I uh, believe it. The um, uh, <laughs> the um, uh, some of you walked in with a Slayer shirt. I can't remember. This was 2012. Yeah, this was a while ago. This was there this like was before you were born, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is their like. Oh my god, the um. Uh, so I know that um. Uh, so I was gonna ask you, how does it feel to be back at the cons, man? After after COVID and everything else, I mean, like, because that's your bread and butter of, of really, you know, showing these people and getting them excited about these all the yeah. stuff you have in your collection. I it's obviously it's it's fantastic to be out there because yeah, that's that's what we do is the whole point of what we do is bringing it out so people can enjoy it in person, see it, hold it experience it um so yeah being locked away away from that i mean there's only so like showing it on <laughs> waving a gun around yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know but showing it on on pictures and video and things i mean it's not the same yeah like you know you if you see the machete versus you just holding it there there's a huge difference so lacking that it really was a bummer, really hard yeah, the, for us. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, being being back, the uh, it's been slow. <laughs> the uh, well, you know, it's, it's back. You know, I was dude when I when I saw you though, like you know, after not seeing you for like a year and a half, and yeah. everything else was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, dude, it's James. And then you know, obviously, you 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 are along, you know across the way from Lawn and Amy a lot. Who? Um, yeah, them. The um, uh, Black Martin <laughs> brand. Those people. Who? The uh, exactly. Oh, I, I love Lon and Amy. The um, uh, he's coming tomorrow actually. The, Is um, he? Yeah, he's, Is coming he? to, he's coming on the podcast to promote that uh, the new thing he's doing. The um, uh, that monster truck thing. So. The, mon- the monster truck thing. You yeah, mean the uh, they, the paintball? Uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah. The um, uh, a spoiler. Alert. The spoiler. Hey, Lon, I announced it before you did. <laughs> that's that's okay. We'll just release this podcast after the fact. The um, uh, do, do you, you're like the kid who, who runs to the car first, and the parents like, I have the Shotgun. keys. I have the keys. What are you doing? The um, uh, so dude, um, uh, so so what is some so, so obviously you had an opportunity to probably collect a you know a few more things and add more things to your catalog, perhaps you know a, a house. How's that been going? You know, what have you expanded into? You know, since uh, almost three years ago. Well, I, the the HSPPA, I mean, we're we're horror and sci-fi, and and that's because I can make anything fit into one of those two categories. I don't care what it is from from Disney to 
to a thriller to what it somehow I'll make it fit and work in that. So we don't just do horror. Um, so it's actually in this time been a lot of superhero stuff. Really? Yes. They interesting. Okay, because I know yeah. back in the day you actually had a um, uh, a Spider-Man suit from the yeah. Japanese um, uh, yeah. movies, which was really interesting. But the the key to that is it's the connection to horror. Yeah, I know. Taylor it, 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 please tell that story. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna mess it up without my my research in front of me. But <laughs> if you buy my book, HSPPA Volume Three. The whole thing is written out in there for you. So, uh, But yeah, so Canon Films got the rights to Spider-Man and they were making the movie. So the first person they hired, and now my, my brain is is uh, blinking on me, uh, Toby Hooper, uh, to write it. So obviously we know Toby from of course. Chainsaw and Poltergeist and, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. So, But that eventually fell through and they uh, moved to the director of Friday 13th Part 4, and I can't think of his name. The, um, that would probably be up Zach's, uh, Zach's thing. Come on, Zach. Else. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Come Look, on. I love the movies. I don't go that... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they had him. He, w- he was attached for, for quite some time, and that's when Canon started going under. Um, and by the way, the, the guy that they were trying to get for Spider-Man, if you remember, was Tom Cruise. And he was kind of signed on at the time. This is we were talking 1985, so this is before, you know, Top Gun and yeah, this is like risky business. Tom Cruise, yeah, uh, maybe Legend. I think was one of the few things he had done at the time. Um, so yeah, they had him and um, uh, Bob Hoskins. I think was going to be Doc Ock. Oh my God! <laughs> if, if I'm right, I again <laughs> don't don't hold me to this. Read my book, and you can actually read the alt, everything. <laughs> but uh, but the, the story was was pretty, like, twisted, too, that they were doing. It was, it was more horror-centric and, and probably along the lines of kind of what we saw in uh, Raimi's Doctor Strange okay. and whatnot. But, but then, so after uh, Canon started going under, uh, they had lost funding. They, they had already built the sets. And stuff, so they reused the sets for. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. There was another guy right after him, which was Howard Pym, I think it was, um, a Filipino director. Uh, went on to do the Captain America movie in the 90s. Oh my God! Yeah, that's <laughs> and then that's just you know a masterpiece. Yeah, um, but I, they reused the sets that they had built for Spider-Man for um, uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme. His his first major movie, Cy- Cyborg. Oh yeah, okay. So those sets were. were well, dude, it's amazing, like you know when like you you find out like tidbits about, but especially like when it's shit that like didn't happen. Yeah. Like my favorite story is um is District Nine, um uh, which District Nine was actually all the sets from what was supposed to be the Halo movie. Oh. The um uh, and it ended up getting canned uh, because Microsoft and Peter Jackson couldn't come to a fucking arrangement yeah. because Microsoft wanted way too much fucking money. Uh, but they were already like doing sets, they were building designs. That's why if you actually watch that movie, you'll notice that the aliens in the movie are eerily similar to the uh, to the Covenant oh. in Halo. <laughs> so it's always funny like you get a like a sneak peek on what may have been. The That's um, uh, you know, and and it's it is, is that you never heard the story? No, no, no. I've heard you talk about the story. The thing <laughs> is, I'm like, 
I look at those creatures in um, District Nine, and I think of the Covenant, and I'm like, it's the big, it's the big fuckers, not the little ones, the big ones, the um, the big guys, the uh, so not, not, not the, li- not not the, the little, not, not the little, not the little, you know, like you know, teddy bear fucks with with the breathing mask on them, but it's the big, the big guys. Oh, I'm, they're I'm, like Arbiter of Truth was uh, they, that species, the um, uh, that that species of the Covenant. But um, yeah, we're getting into some video game lore here. Um, I, the um, want to hear Dirty Secret? Absolutely, absolutely. I've I've never actually played Halo. Hey, I mean, you know, the it's it's a it's I'm I'm not going to be one of those people who are like what the uh, the blasphemy. <laughs> back, of back in the in the in back in the old days, I, I did play a couple LAN parties where you know uh, at, so it was okay. against each other, but I've never actually played the game. The um, yeah. the first game is actually fantastic. The yeah. um, so what you did LAN parties in Halo or Counter Strike. I don't even know the words you're saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, uh, are you speaking it, English? It, they'd have multiple Xboxes at the house, all connected to each other. They um, we yeah, would play against party. each other. Okay, um, so you just uh, did Halo Land parties. Those yeah, are fun though. Okay. <laughs> the um, but no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's always funny, like what could have been. Yeah. The um, uh, like. You well, know, that's what I love about things like the that Spider-Man is is that whole backstory, that whole what if. Like, no. like, like the Nicolas Cage with being Superman. And I have stuff from that, too. Do what? Yeah. Please, please uh, share. Uh, I've, I've got a, uh, a maquette sculpt of Brainiac, uh, and I've got one of Nick's uh, belts. That's And uh, uh, Kevin Smith's original Ooh. script, not a copy, like one of the original scripts given off to the uh, execs. The, um, I, have, well, I know that, you know, obviously this is kind of a dumb question, but not a dumb question. Have you probably act- is? Yeah, probably is. I'm gonna ask it anyway because I'm really fucking curious. <laughs> the um, is it one of those situations? <laughs> Come to my house, but break my shit, man. The um, uh, the <laughs> he can break all the shit he wants. Just don't break his props. Yeah, no, for real. Um, uh, my the uh, you liquid know, death. The uh, liquid death. The um, uh, so have you have you actually read it? Did you uh, or is it one of those things like you don't want to like touch it because it's worth so much money? If if I was to. <laughs> Like, I, I so mean, no, I haven't read it. Okay, like, um, but yeah, I mean, you you don't want to. Well, I know, but like, grease it, it up. It, I mean, curiosity would would get you know. Would yeah. I mean, I, I it's like, online. You can you can. can I, I you can find it there. I'll, I'll probably I want to read yeah. it someday. Yeah, that be, be you know what what could have been the um. Uh, so what else <laughs> you got in your bag of goodies, bro? <laughs> well, the thing I was waving around before. This is <laughs> one of the uh, the items I've, I've picked up during COVID. This is uh, Alice's. Um, is this a, a SIG? No. 1911, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I have her SIG, too. I forgot which one I grabbed. But this is from the first movie, her her main uh, weapon, Mila Jovovich. But the uh, rubber one. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so flimsy. That's <laughs> flimsy. Yeah, they, um, but, uh, so, um... Uh, you know, I, I, I love this, too. You know, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's, it's such an interesting, yeah. like, you know business like obviously it's a non-profit but it's such an interesting business about how everything and i know this story but i know some new people may not know the story i'd love to hear back how you kind of started this obsession of yours because by the way like in his podcast like we we filmed part of his house <laughs> yeah. and all the shit's in his house so i mean like he is 
like when I say James is dedicated, like I, they don't have a word for for your level of dedication when it comes to this kind of stuff of, of the the collection. They do. They, yeah, um, it's uh, called hoarding. They, uh, <laughs> well, that's the psychological term. They, um, uh, the uh, the um, uh, mentally disturbed. They, no, that's me. Um, uh, the um, uh, even Zach's like, eh, that checks out. Yeah. The um, uh, but um, you know, but it, I I'd love to you know to have you go back and kind of deep dive into how you got so, into this obsession of collecting shit collecting in general or how the hispa started how about both because <laughs> i know they're they, they yeah. do connect with each other collectors are born they're not made that's first and foremost there's something in our genes that pre um determines us to become collectors uh, i'm sure you guys feel i don't know how far because i haven't really seen your collections but you have stuff yeah um so <clears throat> i started uh somehow i knew i, I how old i must have been five or six uh we were in canada and came across an atst driver with the tri logo that's why it's kids canada because they <laughs> unlike here produce things in multiple languages um so I picked it up, and uh, I kept it in its packaging, all on, on the vacation, all the way home, and even to this day, it's still in its packaging. It's unfortunately not worth anything. It never really has been because it's the ATSD driver, and it was one of the last runs, so one of the most plentiful. But to do that at that age, <laughs> and and just to not play with it, but keep it in its packaging. Um, that's you know you're born this way <laughs> you know? you're just born this way and it, it just kept proceeding like I, I I can't say studied but I guess it is studying um, World War II as a kid um, I would interview my my neighbor my grandpa in junior high some of my teachers um, and, uh, <laughs> what was that okay got it fixed it <laughs> Um. Uh, that that static shock in my butt there just <laughs> <laughs> distracted me. Um, distracted my thought. Uh, so we're, yeah, World War Two. So they they would give me stuff, and and I I started picking up stuff and, and encyclopedias and books, you know, and it just kind of progressed. Um, to I found uh, replicas, and I I think in particular it's when I discovered. Uh, this guy in Australia that built Freddy gloves, and I uh, ordered two. They were all metal, <laughs> heavy. These these were the uh, the actual copper pipes, not not the uh, the bending like a lot of the guys do now. This is before they they knew the the patterns and how that worked. So yeah, it was all conduit and copper pipe and things of beast. Um, so that's that's when I really discovered the replicas and got into the lightsabers and and things um and then one day i was surfing ebay and i found uh jeepers creepers uh, stuff in auctions and i started buying my, my first item was uh, a, a spool of barbed wire uh, i should have brought that, <laughs> that should have brought dope. that that's, that's one of my favorite items to, to 
play with people because the the barbs are it's it's metal wire but the barbs are rubber so i pick it up very carefully and then i throw it at you <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's that's how james makes friends um uh, the, that's how i became his friend the um he just he everybody just, he, just grabs like because you throw something and they immediately catch it and then they have this look on their like they're gonna have holes in their hands and i laugh they uh, and and then and then they're then they're friends for all, all almost all of three years at this point. So the uh, so yeah. when, when I was on Collector's Call, uh, I previously told the producers that story, and they wanted me to do that to uh, to Lisa. And I'm like I can't, I can't, I can't because oh, I can't just throw something at Lisa. You know, do <laughs> yeah, but that would have been really, really yeah. fucking funny. They, yeah, that would have been really funny. <laughs> like the producers weren't going to get in trouble. I was, <laughs> you know, or what if on the outside chance she like got the end piece, where the it is the metal wire, you know, and like, or didn't catch it, or you know, who knows, whatever. It, <laughs> it was much more fun just to to put uh, Steve Martin's little shop of horse jacket on her oh nice yeah that, that, that's pretty fucking cool yeah. so how did the so how did the organization start to, to start to blend into this obsession of yours uh pizza <laughs> okay <laughs> explain uh not not pizza in in, in itself but uh yeah I, i'd order pizza like kind of regularly um and everything is in the my front room so when i open my door you see this stuff and you get a lot of these like what what is that what's going on in there i did you know invite them in like you know show them some stuff some of the guys would would take pictures with with things and and whatnot so Eventually, uh, you literally like just mapped out to like the perfect plan to be the perfect serial killer, like as well. <laughs> literally, literally, just have <laughs> just have like a bunch of interesting shit and everything else. They watch them all flock to it. I like, mean, it like, doesn't have to be candy, Mark. They um, no, no, they, 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 uh, or roofies. Um, uh, they, the um, uh, but uh, you know, just could be a bunch of interesting props it's, and everything. It's else. a lot harder to go. I got roofies in my van. <laughs> hey, I don't know you, but You're like, just drink this very strange liquid for me. The um, uh, the uh, hey, that's, <laughs> that was your fault, sir. The um, the um, but, uh, yeah. the uh, good marketing for the people at Liquid Death. Right um, <laughs> now with roofies. <laughs> <laughs> now we're introducing new there goes that yeah now introducing a new Bill Cosby flavored liquid <laughs> nice. so eventually this this company um, with a preferable uh, cable system uh, was coming to install and get rid of the uh, wretched cable system so there's like one of two that like one could be bad one could be good yeah we, we all know who the bad one is comcast they yeah, suck yeah. fuck them the um uh, the empire i will attest to that <laughs> fuck them especially they, xfinity yeah. the, oh my the, the, god the empire as we call them <laughs> the empire is cookies they don't they uh, that is also true yeah. they uh come to the, I won't come say to the dark the, side uh, kids they have cookies i won't say the good one um until they they start 
sponsoring my stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, so they they show up and they were at my house um, like seven hours, and they kept calling people. I know this every time I tell this story, this these numbers change because long ago and I can't remember, but it was something like seven or eight hours and five to six texts. Like they kept calling texts, and I just kept giving them tours of my house. <laughs> So the company, I don't know, like nobody got any installations but me that that day. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's kind of when I'm I'm like you know, this stuff needs to be outside of closed doors. People want to see it, they love it, they enjoy it, and I'm an old uh, road dog band touring stuff. I had a trailer still from the band, so I'm like, <laughs> just load it up. And Flashback was my first show oh, no, in 2015. Um, Mike and Mia were the first, like, I, I told them my idea, and they were the only ones that, like, sort of got it, because it's a really hard thing to explain. <laughs> like, you want to you do what? <laughs> no, no, trust me. Um, so I, I, I needed to be able to set it up and, and show, you know. It's a thing where you got to see it to understand it. And they uh, they were the first ones to embrace it, and, no. uh, and that's one of the big reasons I, I mean I, I love Flashback. I, I went there for years prior to uh, exhibiting, so and be, yeah, it's and, like family and be a guest and everything else, yeah. which is pretty dope. <laughs> the um, it's I a, mean Flashback was my first horror convention. It's a great convention. Yeah, I can't remember if I think I think Flashback was my first. Because I went there like even years before I met them and everything else, and I actually met with you know with a good family friend who's a massive horror fan and everything else, and my dad who is discernibly not, oh my <laughs> the um uh, you know he's he's like like you know I remember him leaning over to me and he's like there's a lot of weird fucking people here, isn't there? <laughs> the, um, uh, and I'm like yeah yeah there's a lot of weird fucking people here, dad. The um it's a horror con that's you know. It's like my fucking like you know my cousins in, in in Florida when I brought down all the crew and everything else, and like and, and they're like and they're, they're very Floridian, so they and they've never been near like cities, so they're not used to people of different walks of life necessarily. And like my cousin Holly's like you know one of our friends um, who shall not be named um, uh, was you know had some very strange colored hair and everything else and was very eccentric. And I remember my cousin Holly's like she's like. It's like, yeah, she's she's kind of weird, she's like a little little a little off. I'm like, who the fuck do you think would be running a horror network? And I remember her her face just like was dumbfounded for about thir- two, two seconds, and she's like, yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes a, that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. The my um, uh, the uh, but I'm like, well, you know, they, they, I mean, it is what it is. The um, but you know, it's it's kind of amazing. The um, Anyway, so uh, so there. I know we just pretend like that didn't happen. Um, uh, the um, are we? Yes, we are. Um, it, it's it's kind of amazing, like how cool fucking people are at the con. Not as cool as that, but pretty fucking cool. The um, uh, see, James is really comfortable with us, so he can kind of just do whatever outlandish shit that he wants to do. The um, is your friend now going to be you know now going to be taking your place? The uh, to be that the. Uh, Fuck you! <laughs> fuck <laughs> you, motherfucker! Fuck, 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 fuck! Fuck you too, gingerbread man. <laughs> the um, uh, the, I don't know any other words he says except fuck. Yeah, pretty much. The <laughs> um, uh, no, it's just awesome how fucking like kind and nice and like cool uh, people are at cons. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, it, it, the 
Flashback in particular, um, they are. And I think that a lot of that is to do with the intimacy of, of the show. That it's, uh, you know, you've got the, the, the A-list of, of horror, uh, like Robert at these shows. Robert, Robert England, for those. <laughs> Freddie Krueger, in case anybody really needed to know. Uh, or Bruce Campbell, um, you know, the, so you've got the A-list guests, but the venue isn't a 20,000-seat or a capacity show. It's not like Fan Expo. It's not like some of these others. You know, it's, it's small in the sense that everybody is in the room. Like, you're going to see everybody, whether... I know this is a bad example <laughs> because of the lines they have, but he's there. Whereas other cons will have them in a separate location, a separate room, everything blocked off or everything is roped off that the vendors, the exhibitors, the guests are all together. So you, you all experience in the same way. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, you know, and I think I, I talked about this with other guests um, as well, but you know, one of the biggest surprising things is obviously, um, my, my girlfriend Sarah, um, who has a piece of artwork behind you, um, is trying to get into her first con, and just I'm not falling for it. The um, uh, I know the uh, you almost did it. Not the um, uh, so um, uh, the uh, um, but it, it, the thing that surprised her the most, and it kind of almost got reaffirmed for me, was you know not only how nice people are, but how willing they are to help. Yeah. And like give advice and yeah. like and like just be there and be like, be like, oh my god, yeah, 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 like, like you know, this is probably what you want to do, and this, you know, and I, I don't think, and I've been to a couple other cons in my life, I don't think I've ever seen a community that does that goes that far. Yeah, like people are nice and they're sociable and they'll chit chat with you and everything else, but like to actually like tell you, hey, this is how you like to give advice and like you know, oh, I want to get into this. Oh, well, cool. Let me tell you how I got into it, and you know, and then maybe you can move on that same path and everything else. And it's crazy, you know. And I and I watch you too, and how you you move in the crowd, and how you you know you just you literally just walk up to somebody that's that's just watching. Like in in other situations, <laughs> people will be you know be like you know I'm the exhibitor, but don't talk to me. The uh, my my art speaks for itself. And then you just walk up with a fucking gingerbread man, and you're like, you're like, you know, you should see some of the crazy. Here's shit. my baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you also make friends. I've I've, I've done not necessarily with with gingy here, but with with other items like like the tusk puppet. Yeah. Um, it was a little harder to access at this show, but when I've had it in hand, I'll like bring it up behind somebody and just hold it there until they. They look over, <laughs> and then you know, and then uh, you know, especially if he's after he's had a few captains. They, yeah. oh my, the uh, he gets real friendly. Then I, narc. I have, they, uh, <laughs> I have his uh, stunt arms. Um, they're insert arms um, from. This is a Gingy from Ginger Dead Man Three, by the way. Saturday Night Cleaver. <laughs> this is the static puppet that. Uh, you you see throughout most of the thing like moving like this, <laughs> running about, and then there's the was, highest quality of filmmaking. There's they, a, uh, another one just like this um, that Chris actually has, uh, where you you can insert here to move the mouth a little bit. Nice. And then they had a, a bigger one for the the insert thing, but then there were insert hands, which are larger hands on rods, and they just use those to stick into 
frame or whatever. So I'll uh, I'll take those every now and then around, and and you have to be careful who you do this to, especially these days. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I'll 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 just I'll start petting somebody, <laughs> or I'll, I'll I'll like cover their eyes. You know, with it, you know. See, James has, a, has no James has no middle ground. Either James makes friends or James makes enemies. The, uh, they're, 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 there's no there's no in between there. It's hard to be mad. By the way, you have Gingy to choose to be you. an enemy. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That is definitely true. The um, uh, no, every time you go into his exhibit, you know he has several you know uh, people that are very close to him. You know, uh, family, very close friends that are very knowledgeable about stuff. And you know that's the cool part too. Everything is is readily accessibly there. And, you know, and, and also, too, everyone's knowledgeable. Like, you know, like, hey, you know, I had, you know, about this, this, and that. And, you know, like, oh, well, did you know about, you know, X, Y, and Z? You know, and, and then you're like, no, I had no idea. <laughs> like, that, and they'll go into a whole, like, yeah. man, I'm going to think that the first time I actually met James in person, um, I think um, it was, oh, I saw um, John Candy's piece from the barf. From, yeah, barf yeah. from, uh, yeah, from Spaceballs. And you're like, and you went into this whole like deep dive story about how you got it. And I'm like, I'm, a, I, you know, obviously I'm a massive Star Wars fan, but a, a huge fan of Spaceballs. And you know, I grew up with John Candy, so it was really, really fun to have you go into a yeah. history. So if you run into James at any at any con, <laughs> the um, he's very passionate about what he does. That was the point I was getting to. Yeah, I mean, but that that's part of of Hispa, the our our experience. It's not just the props. It's it's that we have that same passion you know and Gingy's in the way (laughs) you stay there um smoke a doobie man the um Uh, checks his box a little bit later and it's fucking gone (laughs) fuck (laughs) not again the uh it's a horror version of where's Waldo (laughs) so yeah I mean it's it's sharing the the stories those stories is, is a huge part of it and that's kind of one of the reasons for the books that I put out uh, if you will, HSPPA Volume 1, 2, and 3, yes. available on Amazon. Um, that they're not, uh, we did it as, as fundraising, um, but they're not just photos of the book, of, of the <laughs> photos, <laughs> photos of the book in the book of the book. The, uh, uh, the of, of the props. Um, they're, they're high-res images of the props, but it's the stories. It's our stories. Um, some of them are of the creator's stories, uh, like Nick Benson uh, talks about some of the props yeah, yeah. in there. Um, in fact, I have the one with me that he talks about in there. Nice. We'll see uh, that in a second. <laughs> um, and the actors, uh, like, again, at, at Flashback uh, a few years ago, Paul Taylor. I know I'm pointing at Doug Bradley, but... Uh, oh, that's okay. <laughs> but Paul Taylor, uh, Hellraiser Judgment, Pinhead, I have his outfit. And we had talked uh, prior to the show, and he's like, would you, um, uh, how do I put this care if I wore the costume? <laughs> like, Fuck no, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> right on. Um I'd like to slip in some into some leather, please. Yeah, I'm like hell yeah, I get to, I get to have Pinhead, dress up in the costume again, and he did most of the show there, like Sweet. the Saturday, just sitting at the at his table dressed in his Pinhead thing. But That's fucking awesome. He uh, uh, like like a, a week or two before, 
the show, he um, he goes, so I was thinking um, I'm going to be really boring from like here to here. <laughs> uh, you don't have something that I could like wear. And <laughs> without missing a beat, I had been working on on a, a display for another item. Um, and I'll tell you what that is, but if I tell you too soon, it'll ruin the, the story. <laughs> Fair enough. So, without missing a beat, I pick this thing up and I hold it out. We're, we're on video chat and I hold it out to him. And I'm like, I do this. And it's Fozzie. Uh, it, <laughs> so I, I, I have uh, Fozzie's Elvis wig and glasses from the Muppets dot TV series oh that came out god. a couple years ago. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> so I bought a baby uh, uh, onesie, Fozzie onesie, that I cut up to put over a mannequin head so I could put the wig on it. So it had <laughs> Fozzie's fur instead of a human mannequin. Uh, so I had the top of this, the little bonnet that the baby wears, <laughs> Fozzie's head, his, his uh, ears and everything. So that's what I'm holding out to him. I'm like, got this and he goes yeah no <laughs> i'm like you will, <laughs> you will. it's inevitable so i i contact my my friend simon uh to make him a crown of thorns um that he can wear which which was really cool and, and turned out really nice but so at the show craig who you've you've met before yep. Yep. uh he was with me craig is my my vp now of hsppa so yeah, Craig's an awesome Gentlemen. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Chip, chip, chitty <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Crash, crash, miss, yes, yes, uh, I couldn't do any of this without Craig anymore. Um, so uh, Craig and I are, are dressing Paul at his booth in this uh, pinhead outfit. Um, and so he's he's all dressed. He's, he's got his back to me, and he's, he's uh, fixing the cloak. And by the time he turns around, I am sitting there with my arm extended holding the Fozzie hat. And he just looks at me and goes, oh, fine. <laughs> and that is uh, James 1. <laughs> so I have pictures of him uh, dressed in this with the Fozzie hat, and he's holding the box and everything. Uh, only for a few few seconds we did this and then gave him his, his crown of thorns but all of this is in the book and he's talking about being reunited with the costume and, and all of this and that little added story is in there along with the photo um, so I, I printed out some of those photos then and I sent them off to him um, one so he could always keep it and uh, <laughs> and then for Simon and for Craig um, and then one kept for Black fun. The, and, uh, and one kept for blackmail. Um, <laughs> well, it's in the book, so it's all over the place. <laughs> I was going to say, Mark, it's yeah. already in the public. I know, I'm messing around. So he, he's, he sends them back to me, and like he he went all in. Each each one had a, a really stupid Fozzie joke. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was just amazing. It was just fantastic. So Paul, Paul is just is great and i have no idea if i was answering a question or not nope that was a lot of fun nope. but yeah so <laughs> dude that's the magic of this we just, yeah. go, we just go on tangents it's great it's great <laughs> that's that's the the fun of of the exhibits uh, we we did um 
Fan Expo uh, Philly in May. And that we had uh, I mean, mostly superhero type stuff. Um, but we had all the Harry Potter robes out. And uh, those are always a hit. In fact, this this last flashback was the first show that we didn't have any robes out. Part of that is because we had to do such a huge Bill and Ted carbonation of water, man. <laughs> liquid, liquid burp, it should be called. The, uh, the, this is what uh, you get for uh, feeding them liquid death bark. Good job. Liquid indigestion. The, um, uh, the, uh, it is tastier than LaCroix. Oh, dude, so, so much more. I hate fucking LaCroix. So this, this, uh, this uh, gal comes to the booth and uh, we... You know, we we dress you up. Yeah, we'll we'll do whatever it takes to. You know, we we try to do these photo ops, photo op with prop. You know, to to raise money, but we never push it. Like we're the worst fucking salesmen. Oh, they're terrible. <laughs> they, um, I've, I've, and trust me, I've given advice, and James is like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm not gonna remember any of that. The um, uh, I'm like, this is what you gotta do. You gotta you know market it in. But and he's like, he's like, dude, I, you just you just barking up the wrong tree on this one, man. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, we we don't want anyone leaving disappointed. Like the the whole point is the experience. Um, yeah, the, the the fundraising would be helpful, but I'm not gonna ever say no you know no dude and be like no fuck i mean I, w- I do say no based on the the item um because there are some especially rubber type things that are and, and we'll see with the uh the other prop that they're just not handleable yeah. and that's for the safety of the prop versus not you know versus saying no but so anyway so she um She's all excited seeing these things. So as soon as we see somebody excited, we go, especially with the Harry Potter stuff, it's, you, uh, what house are you? Ah. <laughs> they all know their houses. <laughs> oh, they do. Oh, dude. Like, dude, not, you'll, you know what, man? When you think some horror for horror fans are freaks, holy fuck, dude. Go watch, like, two two fans that are worse, by the way, are are Harry Potter fans and Disney adults. They're they're the, the two craziest groups. Like I, I make make no bones about it. They are they're both insane. I don't know. I've I've experienced every every fan group. Oh, I believe very that very heavily, yeah. um, and they're all equal. Oh yeah, they're, they're all <laughs> and, equal. and I love them all because it's all passion. Um, but yeah, so she uh, she um, says, "What is what is the uh, the, so, ye- the yellow one?" Um, that's uh, what's it's Slytherin Hufflepuff. That's Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. right? Ravenclaw's blue. Yeah, okay. is it okay? Yeah. And so, I know why. Uh, Slytherin's green, yeah. and then Gryffindor's red, right? Burgundy, sir. Right. Burgundy. Yeah. Um. So Hufflepuff, and so we. Uh, I think that was one of the first ones because they were backed, and she. We we take the mannequin down. Like we haven't said anything to her, except that. So we pull the mannequin down. And we start taking the robe off, and you know, you just see it on her face, like you're, you're what, you're, you're, you're gonna let me what? <laughs> um, so, uh, so Craig puts puts the robe on her, like she's literally screaming. Um, she's just yelling. I start videoing. If you go on the HSPBA Facebook, you can, you can go back to May, and you'll find this video, and it's it's just her like screaming for like a minute and a half, like I'm a 
I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. That is so fucking dumb. <laughs> hey, so you know what? I was going to ask you a quick question. She like, calls up people on the phone like while she's wearing it. Like, I'm, I'm wearing Hufflepuff. I'm wearing Hufflepuff. Yeah, that's, it's just that, fucking amazing. That, that is fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, and you too, I love what yeah. you said too when I was giving you some advice about that stuff. And you're like, dude, like for me, man, my mission statement is I want this to be for everybody I want I, I, I don't want to you know I, I don't want it to be exclusionary I want it to be for everybody but you know something I always kind of wanted to ask but I I just didn't get a chance to was was there any moment when you've done something like that um, you know a, um, uh, you know um, photo op with a prop and something really like pulled on your heartstrings oh, all the time so it, they, was there something there's like a, a memory that you have that like kind of surpasses the rest uh it's not not one like direct i mean they're they're it it happens <laughs> so often that you know i mean even even this one this one is probably the most like extreme it was just freaking awesome but um tears especially with the harry potter people when you you put the wand in their hands or what you you just see them um this little 6 year old girl at one show we put the wonder woman tiara on her you know, and it's like, she just becomes Wonder Woman. So, Dude, that's yeah. the, that's awesome. They, um, uh, yeah, because I mean, like, you know, you're 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 allowing somebody that's lived with. I mean, like, that's like me or Zach, you handing us Luke's lightsaber from you know from any one of the original Star Wars. I mean, like, that's should told me I would have brought some Star Wars stuff. Uh, the, um, uh, I'll remember for next time. It's a horror yeah, podcast. The, uh, so I mean, I you know, you're, you're, you're dealing with, you know, what I was talking to the, the last guest, like about nostalgia, and like you're dealing with like people's like very deep seated and childlike nostalgia. Yeah, well, I, I I say this a lot in in interviews. The um, movies, more so than even music, are tied to us emotionally. Uh, to, to times in our lives, and I mean, when I walked in here, what we were talking about, Motel Hell, and and my my my, you know, I, I'm I'm right back to that little kid with the channels on on the, the <laughs> shitty little little TV trying to get the UHF in. You know, it's it brings you right there, um, and you're just tied to it. And with Star Wars, I can tie everything I have done in life to my watching Star Wars. That's like, every awesome. major decision I have made in life is because of Star Wars. It's a pretty, you know, hey, if you're, you know what, <laughs> if you're going to pick something, that's that's a pretty good fucking one to pick. The, um, uh, you know, and, and, and actually, too, it's, it's you know, it's, it's crazy to think about, like, you know, what's, it's so funny, like, you know, it, it's such a human experience. And I, and I think, I think we're on a run here of being very philosophical today because the last guest we were pretty philosophical with, um, you know, well, I mean, we started off with dick jokes. Yeah, so. I mean, hey, let's go deep. The um, uh, the wow. uh, giggity, yeah. hey, that means two things, kids. Um, <laughs> the um, uh, so, but it, it's kind of an amazing experience. The um, how the uh, you know, it's fucking awesome. I love it. He's fucking around. The uh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. They uh look at my fucking Ken doll shit. They uh <laughs> They uh it's so hilarious and disturbing at the same time. I love this. It's pretty fucking great actually. He has a butt crack. <laughs> 
Oh, it's like, oh my god, he does. A, oh my god. <laughs> it's so tiny. I have they, his wang. They, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I, we? I call, I call it a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in Ginger Dead Man 3, there's a, a hole in the wall, and he uses it as a glory hole. <laughs> so he's... He sticks his baguette in there. Oh, my God. Only the, the person on the other end rips it off thinking it's a, a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, you just say gingerbread yeah. dick. Yeah. They, oh, my. The, uh, back to, you know. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert, exactly. So I didn't want, want us to be too. Uh, too deep, too serious. Too deep, yeah. The, um, but it's just, it's, 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 this is like, you know, happy deep. But, like, it's just amazing how some things. You know, some items and everything else mean nothing to to one person, but mean everything to another person. Like it's 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 pretty fucking insane to like, you know. There's some people out here that have no idea what the fuck this is, no idea, no clue. They um, uh, but it means so much to Zach and I. They um, uh, you know. So I mean, it's Friday Thirteenth movie ever made. Yeah, dude. Oh my, the um, but like it's just amazing, like you know how you see because if somebody's not a Harry Potter fan. They're not going to give a fuck about, you know, about the cloaks, but somebody right. who grew yeah. up with the books, like, that's everything. That Like, you know, that's that's the kid who was, yeah. like, bullied for being a nerd and, like, you know, and they escaped into Harry Potter and felt like they belonged somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a very fucking visceral thing. Yep. And for you to, like, give them their robe and, like, you handed them, you know, uh, you know a gift yeah. there. So it's fucking wild, man. They, they instantly have become part of the movie, you know, part they, of part of the world that they love and that's that's what this stuff does you know i mean it's it's this is a rubber gun and i'm I'm just using it because it's in front of me it's just a rubber gun but if you're deep into resident evil and in particular mila jovovich's alice and, and whatnot when you pick this up i mean you you immediately are thinking of every scene that, that mila is is wielding this and now you are yeah, it's it's so, it's, it's like you did with Robocop. Right? I know, dude. Yeah. I mean, like you know, like, so, like to so many people, like yeah. this would mean nothing. But like you know, I was, God, I was fucking. I think I was eleven when I saw Robocop for the first time, and I, you know, and it's also too is I think it was up until that point one of the most violent movies I'd ever seen, and like you know, and like you know, up until that point, I saw other shit later on. You know, probably very shortly after because I'm like I'm like I like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go see what else is out there. But like you know, to you know, for an eleven-year-old to watch, literally him get f- completely fucking eviscerated by shotguns, <laughs> and, was... and, and and get and get his hand blown off by <laughs> Red Foreman yeah. was was quite something. The, um, the first time I saw it, I didn't make it past that opening. It's such a like it, it like it's it's one of those things that like you know it's so insane it it, it hypnotizes you. Yeah, it's like the opening scene of Jaws. Like, it's so insane, like, you know, that that's going on. It hypnotizes you, and you're like, holy fuck, I'm in this. Except Jaws is PG. The, uh, which is a miracle all by itself. <laughs> that's before Steven Spielberg came out with fucking uh, Temple of Doom and, and came up with the PG-13 rating. <laughs> the, um, which, even that, I'm like, you know, like, you ripped a dude's fucking heart out and then lit him on fire. Hey, they, it's don't awesome. fuck with Kali Ma. The, um, <laughs> God, I yeah. love that movie. Yeah, that movie's so fucking wild, man. <laughs> The um uh, the um uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, except for uh, Steven Spielberg's ex-wife, man, holy shit, the uh, she was very annoying in that movie. The um uh, the um I still love that Family Guy joke though. Like you only in movie because you're screen director. <laughs> 
the oh, that's, oh god, I love that. Oh, god bless Family Guy. Uh, so, but anyway, what else you got in your your, yeah, your bag so of goodies on, over there? On what you were you were talking about with what people see and what it means to somebody and whatnot. So, what I'm holding, I'm gonna bring this to the camera because it's probably really hard to see from distance, but it's a fucking wire. Yep. <laughs> um. So it's it's this wire that uh, me and Nick Benson met. Really? Over over this wire. Um, so and this is the the whole story with with that. So Nick Benson, for those unaware, because I love him, but you know his name isn't. <laughs> As known, but it, it should be. He's well, it, but you know, it's not like you, Robert England. Yeah, you're. But Nick uh, is a FX artist, uh, and he worked in particular on Nightmare on Elm Street Four, um, many many other projects and whatnot. But so, Nightmare on Elm Street Four is my favorite nightmare. Uh, that was the first one I saw uh, in fourth grade i dressed up as the vhs box nice um i <laughs> i got the poster wrote everything out on the back of this box had my arms sticking through it um my parents wouldn't let me waste the five dollars on the commercial freddy glove so my mom gave me a gardening glove and we stuck butter knives through the fingers and that's what i went to school with <laughs> um and then it's just i think my neighbor's old fedora or something so you know it was it was pretty rough but that that poster i i took around to conventions at one point it's all ratty and stuff uh, and told everybody that story you know about it and I've, I've never been able to find the the photo my parents have it somewhere but okay anyway <laughs> so i had i'd come upon this this piece uh, are you guys familiar with what this is Refresh our memory. This is one of the soul puppets from the end of Nightmare on Elm Street oh, 4. Oh, shit, yeah. Is yeah. that when they're coming out of, what was it, the wall or the body? Out of Freddy. Yeah, okay. This is the one on his shoulder. That's the one where, because they had to make a giant Freddy puppet, right? What, they they made a giant chest for the, the souls? Mm -hmm. That was just dental dam, and they pushed faces through it so you could see them moving and whatnot. Yeah. No, this is from the end, the fight with Alice, when he's got all, all the bodies coming out. NECA just made a figure of him, and, and this is on there. So this is right here on his shoulder, and it's reaching over here. So I had posted this online um, for a show HSPPA was doing, and he's, he's attached to the T-shirt. So that it would stay on his shoulder. Nice. So he, it's filled with Freddy's Robert sweat for those that want to clone it. <laughs> um, so this it's just a simple rod puppet. This is the wire that was in there to move it. And uh, so I had posted this, and I was actually at a show uh, when I had posted this, and so I wasn't getting messages. Um, or able to see messages right away and whatnot, and I'm standing there, and I look down, and I've got this notification. I look at it, and 
there's a video attachment, and this guy named Nick is like, I worked that puppet. <laughs> Here's video from uh, Will Forge. Uh, if you guys know Bill Forge, uh, William Forge, uh, another FX guy, um, uh, he, he did a, took a whole lot of home movies when he worked on Nightmare 4. And uh, and you you can see those. So one of those is uh, is Nick puppeteering this. So Nick uh, tells me this whole story about this puppet and this wire and how during it, the wire had punctured through because this is just foam latex um, and like pantyhose <laughs> <laughs> on there. So the, the wire had poked through and was, turns out, was actually stabbing Robert. Oh, shit. So some of those screams were real. <laughs> <laughs> Plausibly, yeah. Ah, I don't know if that's what got used. But, yeah, so that's kind of how we met was, was over this wire and Nick stabbing Robert England with it while puppeteering this little guy. <laughs> that is that is that's, that's awesome. fucking awesome. I, I you know love love shit like that, yeah. man. So that's like one of the most important wires in my collection. You know, it's like... the um, uh, the uh, yeah, dude, it's it's, it's funny. Like, and it's I, I imagine like besides Nick though, if you had you know a, a um, you know a, any other stories to any, obviously you mentioned Hellraiser earlier. Any other stories where um, people who have worked on these sets and and like you know um, or maybe any actors that have come back and been like oh my god I haven't seen that in you know twenty five years and this and that and you know and it's yeah. crazy that you have that uh, it it doesn't happen a whole lot uh, just because con- conventions are conventions and it's hard to get away you know oh absolutely I'm, I'm not even the person sitting there like. Like restricted to my booth, like a vendor or the celebrity signing, yeah. and I can't get away <laughs> to go do things, you know. So, so I get it. Um, and then also, especially at the bigger floors, if they're walking the floor, that just doesn't pan out all that well usually. But yeah, I mean, some some do, um, and it's really fun when they geek out um, at <laughs> so. Uh, at at Fan Expo in Philly again, uh, Jason Muse um, had come by, and he's a huge Smallville fan. So I I had a whole bunch of Smallville stuff that was on display, and he was just nerding out just on the uh, on Lexus comics and like, oh I remember this episode, and he's rattling off the episode numbers like like we're we're uh, in comic book guys' <laughs> presence, you know. And it was just it was fantastic. Um, but I, at the <laughs> Same show, I had a, a verse um, situation uh, that I'm embarrassed about, but I still hold hold fast on it. Um, oh, God. Brian O'Halloran. Uh, Clerks. Oh, yeah. The, the grumpy one, not Jeff. Uh, <laughs> yes. Dante. Yeah, yeah Dante. Dante. So we're, it's, it's uh, still early in the COVID world of of shows opening up and everything uh so face masks are on and and whatnot but so i think it was sunday morning so it's slow doors hadn't opened yet either um 
but everybody's kind of groggy and whatnot. And so Craig and I are, are sitting there. Um, we're getting stuff together, and we're used to people coming to our booth all the time, doors closed or not, whether it's um, the people working for the hotel or the convention, um, in particular um, the custodial people, because those are the ones that come through the most, so they've, they're always like checking things out. So, um, But then Sunday mornings is usually when vendors do their walkthrough yeah, do their before rounds. the doors, because they're just they haven't had the chance so the other thing that happens a lot is people try to touch things mm. just uh i i don't know what it is in the human psyche but they have this need to it, if it's far <laughs> they uh they i want up, to touch it. they need to reach and touch and and poke um so we're used to that happening and and having to shut that down a lot because on part of that is people don't always realize what we are yeah looking at it because everybody there is selling things so yeah. you I, assume that we're i literally cannot say how many times i but just hanging out with you the last con because we were over there a lot yeah like at least Eight people came up and said, "Is it? Hey, is that for sale?" Yeah, they um, they, they dozens of times. I only heard one guy, but it's easily believable. Yeah, and 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 in general, you don't you don't expect that. This goes back to my earlier thing of like, how do you explain what what the fuck we are? Um, so, and and some shows don't always place us in the best thing. If you're walking a vendor hall and then all of a sudden you're upon this thing that. Essentially, a traveling museum isn't by the way. selling anything. Like you, you're just not expecting it. So I, I get it, but, and and then they don't get that it's real, you know? Because, like, why would there be real stuff here? Like, you're near the cosplayers. This is all replica. I want to buy it, you know? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, long story about people touching things. So, this, there, there had been a couple people milling around and and left, and there's this one guy there. Um, bigger guy he was wearing some sort of kevin smith hockey jersey mm. type thing which when kevin's at a show there's a lot of guys wearing that <laughs> you know it's just commonplace and and they all kind of look the same especially with a, a mask on they've got a backwards hat oh yeah know, and and anything so there's this guy and he's just checking things out and then all of a sudden he he grabs the Mooby's shirt and starts lifting it off the little mini mannequin <laughs> and I catch this in my peripheral and I just go and, and part of this might have been because I hadn't spoken just the way it came out you know like when, when you haven't talked in a minute and then all of a sudden you're yeah. you're talking so it, it came out with sir <laughs> sir <laughs> sir <laughs> and, and he he like froze. I'm like, sir, don't don't touch, sir. <laughs> you will not touch it. And and he goes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I was just looking at the tag to see. He's like, I'm I'm Brian O'Halloran. <laughs> I wanted to see if it was one I wore or something. It's like, yeah, it's, like, it's 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 the one. Fuck, sorry, man. <laughs> like mascot, like 
you have you look like twenty other fucking people that have been through here this morning, <laughs> like a Kevin Smith fanboy. Um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so th- that was like a I felt bad that I I, f- I fucking scolded Dante. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's fine. If 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 he didn't have the mask on, I would have seen who he was and that he wasn't doing something malicious. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, you know, you, know, you, you gotta protect your shit, man. Like, like you know, it's one it, of it's things. instinctual. Like it, it had nothing. Like, you know, check the tag. That's that's fine. If I had known who it was. And dude, it honestly, man, if he took that personally, yeah. man, that's on him. Like, I don't think he did, but it yeah. was just very, very awkward. <laughs> nah, I mean, you know, they, like you don't know who he is. Like he's touching your shit. <laughs> no, he's touching your shit. And everything else. Like you like, said, you saw twenty other people just that morning yeah. alone. It's like yeah. you got to protect your stuff. Yeah, yeah dude, like, there's like <laughs> twenty motherfuckers that look yeah. just like it, you. It, so even if it was just somebody, I, I I've never <laughs> like yelled in that. Attention, like, young man! They are mine. Like, like a principal at a, at a junior high. That's, they, that's um, how I came at him. That's they, why um, I feel like president would say, like, young man. Like, young yeah. man, do yeah. you remove your hands like, yeah. from that item? Let's, let's not touch. That's usually <laughs> how I'm... Yeah. Yeah, hey, off, it's, yeah. it's better not that you, you know, don't touch, sir. They um, <laughs> like a, like an indignant fucking old you know man and neighbor. They you take a yourself, just like they, uh, where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Oh my god, no. I'm my father. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's the most awkward of the um, not the most awkward interaction. There's a lot of times I bring the items to the people um because they can't get away it just depends how interested they might be like uh michael rosenbaum did a show do you guys know who that is lex luther smallville yeah, yeah uh, absolutely yeah he's got yeah he's got a pretty good podcast yeah right yeah, yeah it's he's, he's he's doing good um he uh he's a fanboy oh of, absolutely of, of smallville and, and and horror he loves horror too but so uh doing a show there and i had all of his comic books um, this was a few years ago, and uh, he um, he obviously couldn't walk the floor and stuff. So I did a photo op, and I brought the comics to the photo op. So we took the picture of us all holding the comics. That's you know? awesome. And he he fucked with um, the photo op people and the handlers because you you guys have done photo ops before, where yeah, it's a yeah. panel yeah. call just in in in, mm-hmm. and he stopped everything. So that he could look at all the comics, <laughs> you know. That's awesome. <laughs> and they were so pissed at me, um, but that was that was fun. Like he loved that, you know. Um, and then on the on the flip, um, Piper, um, Haley uh, from Charmed, Piper. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, I yeah. watched it with my mom growing up. Yeah, yeah, we're then familiar. You know it. Yeah. Uh, Charmed, Buffy, Angel, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. you should know the name for me here. Uh, Haley McComb, something like that. Um, so uh, I have her Viking um, skirt, and uh, her handler had asked me to bring it by for her to see. And I brought it by, and, and she could have given two shits. She's like, what is this? 
It's yours. Like, they yeah. stole my. It's fucking you, yours. You wore this in the show. Well, dude, I got. Oh, okay. I got to ask you a question though. Like, why did I even fucking walk over here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, I got a question for you. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, um, I have a huge ego. Um, uh, the um, and then a shot off to the face. Um, uh, the um, so. Um, and that same vein about having a gun to your face and everything else. And what are some sometimes when shit's been like really awkward? Like, have you ever had? Like, you just said you had some awkward experiences and everything else. But I'm. I'm well, that I'm, Brian O'Halloran is is the one. I don't. I don't think anything's. It's it been pretty normal yeah. by the by the numbers and everything else. Nothing yeah. too painfully awkward. Yeah. I, what one of the most uh, non heinous experiences was that flashback, mm. and that was a Saturday. Alex Winter came over to the, the booth. Nice. And, like, I, I, I felt like I, I I could be done. Like, that could have been the last show. I can retire. <laughs> I've got all my championship rings. There's not going to be anything better than this. Because I got to play with my Bill and Ted toys with Bill. That's pretty, that is pretty cool. <laughs> and, and we went through all the stuff. Um, and, like, he hadn't seen an original excellent adventure script since shooting wow um, he, um you know and, and he telling stories to me about some of the props and how they were used or not used and um things like that so yeah i mean that was fantastic and, and he's standing there you remember i had all the yeah, yeah uh the mannequins there and he's like you made me taller <laughs> you know and i <laughs> without missing a beat i said no 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 that is exact see the mannequins a lot of them are are raised a little on their feet <laughs> i i spent time sir googling your measurements <laughs> everything is is exact on that mannequin. the um uh, i wouldn't know how to respond to that and <laughs> be like be like i don't i don't know how to i don't know how to i don't respond to that i don't know i don't know i don't know how i feel about that that's, just, that's you know, a little weird the um uh, that's definitely a little weird <laughs> It's like you and Ginger are gonna go fucking knock over a Seven Eleven together. Fuck yeah. The uh, so so, um, what are your uh, last two uh, little little uh, little things there, sir? Well, I mean this this has been sitting here the the entire time. time. Yeah, you know this this is an actual un, unfinished um, Uber Jason Hawk. It's fucking awesome. Uh, oh. Where'd the other one go? Oh. <laughs> and this is the regular. Why must everything be round? The, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And th this is his regular hawk. So, yeah, we, we've got... Pre-Uber, post-Uber. It's kind of like that... Um, it's that fucking dope. Yang. Fucking oh, yeah. dope of dopeness. Yeah. Um, I love Jason X. Most fantastic. It is a phenomenal movie. Such a fun time! Oh, dude, it's a blast, dude! Like it's so ridiculous. The um, uh, so, and then you got one more there. Sir. Yeah. So this is the the last item here I brought to share with you guys. Uh, any guesses? I believe Zach had an answer, but I wasn't quite sure. Let me see that. Nope. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> got it. Uh, excuse me. So what is it? A tooth, too? What kind of tooth? Uh, I don't know. How good is your dental? Uh, Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, I am terrible with teeth. Um, we don't cover dental here. <laughs> it's a molar. King Kong? No. Damn. Tyrannosaurus. 
I don't know, dude. I'm just gonna say I don't know. I'm gonna let, Dentals, really I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let the professional handle this shit. Yes, I am. Okay, so you're you're on track with the giant aspect of like a King Kong or something. Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, so you see all the glitter. Yes. Mm-hmm. That that's '80s VFX for glistening inside the mouth, huh. so the lights would would glisten. They, nice. They moistened it down too, but you know that really. Works so no, this is Audrey Two's <laughs> Muller. Little Shop of Horrors. Holy shit! No shit. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. The um, uh, you, you know, man, and, and the funny thing is, I would I, it, just guessing that I wouldn't have caught it. The, um, I haven't <laughs> seen that movie since music class in third grade. Wow. I probably yeah. haven't seen it since high school. The wow. um, uh, so it's it's been a minute. Yeah. The yeah. um, uh, that's where did you come across that? Uh, one of the old. You know, I can't tell you guys where I get my toys. Mark, that was one of the questions specifically told not to ask they, in the first um, podcast. Sir, I, I was thought you not, would be a professional. I was not in the room. Things. I did not sign that NDA. The um, uh, I don't even know. In fact, what is an NDA? You almost I got me. You the two got things me. you do not ask, <laughs> prices and where. I, I, yeah. I lull you into submission yeah. with dick jokes. <laughs> and then I get you to reveal the real juicy stuff. Whew. Uh, I got, I got, I got a contact. <laughs> the, as my people like to say, I got a guy. Yeah. The, um, I got a guy. We'll, we'll say his name is Dave. Sure, it actually is. That, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Dave's not here, man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I got a few things from him. Nice, nice. That's fucking yeah. awesome. No, he he was a one of a crew member worked on the. So I have I have his his crew jacket and this and a couple other little tidbits the uh piece of the radiator when it explodes some leaves nice nice that's fucking awesome yeah so all right i got a i got a question the uh of uh of the podcast um which we usually always end with a question um and ours are going to be a little different it's being an offshoot of it and different from yours but james what is a prop or a costume or something from a film that you really want, but oh. you haven't got it yet. <laughs> I'm like, that's a prop. That's a prop. What is something that you really, really fucking want? And then I'll ask the question to us, which is, what is something that we would really like to see? Oh um, uh, that that I that. that one. I'm I'm more curious on and what your yeah. answers are um, because mine. I mean, the, there's the obvious uh, of you know a Darth Vader helmet. Uh, lights here but these these aren't obtainable these aren't it's things that you you <sighs> they're in the fucking smith smithsonian so no you know. they're they're in the lucasfilm archives oh, um, yeah, yeah. but the one you know we're, we're getting into a whole nother podcast about the, <laughs> the fakes and and the bullshit out there yeah no um, to ask him to come back to the future for that specific <laughs> yep, podcast. Yep, yep. <laughs> um most, most lightsabers are, are bogus that are being sold in auctions because it's it's in the lucas arts or lucasfilm archives um but yeah i mean there's a whole we've got the research on it (laughs) there's there's a few here and there and and when the the legit ones do come up because when when you go to movies that old things did get out and whatnot but but you're looking at star wars star wars is the most precious material on earth yeah oh yeah um 
if if you weigh it out, a plastic um, stormtrooper helmet, you know, from the first movie, that weighs like three pounds. Wow, Jesus! I just sold, I think, for like three hundred thousand. Only. Yeah, I'm may, still maybe a lot more. Of money, maybe man. More. It's a house. Um, still, you know, though, I'm. Yeah. The the X wing model uh, that was in in the movie for like two and a half seconds sold for five hundred thousand pounds, which with the fees and everything, you're looking at probably about seven hundred thousand yeah. dollars, um, or more. I mean, uh, with seven hundred thousand pounds, not dollars. <laughs> I'm not going to do the conversion rates. <laughs> Um, so Nor would I hold you to that, yeah, that no, standard, sir? Just, nope, you don't no. have to. So we it, get it's, it. It's it's not not a feasible thing, you know. Yeah. What would you rather have a stormtrooper helmet or a house? You know. Yeah, it's true. Like, <laughs> true, but but a, but a dream item yeah. of yours would be anything from Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, I've and I have stuff from Star Wars, and and that's the thing. I'm I'm very happy with the pieces I do have. Um, you know, I like. I have the the lander of the four foot. Um, it's weird saying four foot miniature, but four foot miniature Millennium Falcon from Empire. So when it, when it lands on on uh, Cloud City, oh, that's awesome. So I, I have one of the skids, one of the sleds. But yeah, it'd be really awesome to have the Falcon. But I'm happy with we're happy with the sled, even a piece. Yeah, they even a piece of history. And, because even that little piece means something incredible to me. But yeah, it's so. I when when that question comes up with the you know what what is your grail? What is your thing? I mean, there's those, but they're they're there. You know, it's just not something I'm gonna get. Yeah. Because it's it's not. I'm not going to spend that Fair kind enough. of money on, on something like that. So it, the, it's uh, unless James wins the lottery. Well, they, I mean, uh, even then, like it, it's the logic of. Oh like, yeah, the logic you know, is, is that you know eventually logic is gonna uh, is gonna catch up to fanboy <laughs> fanboyism. The um, uh, so um, this one popped into my head, and I don't know why, and, and you may not even have ever have a need for because it, it didn't even fit in your category, but. Um, any pair of dice from uh, Guys and Dolls, the movie, with Marlon Brando and Frank Sinatra. I don't know why I would want I would want you to have that, but it's something that I would love to see and and have uh, be able to look at. I don't know why. I don't know why that that particularly popped in my head. I think we're because we're talking about you know uh, you know shit, and then also too is um, and I take that back. Um, and that and then also literally anything from Star Trek Next Gen. The um, uh, you know, any yeah. a, anything of like significance, maybe a um, actually, you know what, maybe like a Borg costume, a Borg costume. I would love to fucking see. So like, there's there's a uh, VIP fan auctions that uh, I do some uh, consulting with. Okay, I have Star Trek auction that just started on the 18th. Shit. Um, I don't know if there's any Borg stuff, but there's a lot of Star Trek Next Gen, um, a lot of Deep Space Nine. Okay. And Voyager stuff in there. Um, yeah, I. Uh, what do I have? I. I. <laughs> um, no, it's not. 
next gen. Um, I don't have a lot of Star Trek. Star Trek, you you get into the. It's not quite to the, the levels of Star Wars, but on, it's on up this, there on the same basis. Because um, Star Trek never has hit the the mass that Star Wars did. That's true. Uh, where you you can have a a two year old and a ninety year old. And they all know who Star Wars yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it it was never the 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 toy gambit. The you know. Well, it's also the, the difference between uh, film and TV at that point. You know, Star Trek was I was always TV, and you know, Star Wars was always movies. You know, yeah. so you know, there's a there's a big stretch yeah. there. Um, so because of that, it, it's it's never reached the the insanity on, on the price structure, but it's still up there. Mm. Um, so getting stuff is. While there is also more of it because of the so many TV series and stuff, but yeah, I I do have um, uh, the Doctor's uniform. Oh no! Shit. From Voyager. Oh um, okay, yeah the um, uh, the hologram Doctor. Yeah. yeah, dude, I would love to say um, uh, one of these days I would love to see that. Yeah, the um, I would absolutely love uh, to see that. I have a Tribble from Deep Space Nine. All right. Um. I was not as big a fan of, of DS9 as I yeah. was the rest of them. The um, uh, but yeah, dude, I would love to see you know anything, yeah. anything of that. Yeah, it's it's his. Uh, I'm forgetting the terms. Um, emergency commander. Uh, in in the episode on Voyager, he takes over as captain of the show. Oh, yeah, 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 I emergency, um, it was like hologram emergency captain. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know, I know exactly so it's that, that, that uniform, because oh, it's, no it's shit. the red one. No shit, okay. Or the, uh, the nice. burgundy. Nice, <laughs> nice. Fucking love it. Yeah. They um, absolutely love that. The Yelma. So, oh, how about you, Zach? Yeah. So, for me, I mean, we've already talked about the Star Wars ones and how that's almost nearly impossible, but, um, Predator weapons? Like the spears, I've, yeah, I've, the I've wrist blades, yeah. um, plasma casters. Like, like uh, other than Jason, like Predator is like religion to me. Like, well, Chris, my uh, Chris Sadlowski, my Wonder Twin, um, member of the HSPPA, and my co-owner and one of the amazing chefs at Spooky Swirls, has uh, one of the Predator masks from, I think it's AVP, might be AVPR. Oh, uh, wolf. It, the man, like the predator from AVPR. I, th- I think was it's wolf. elder. I think it's the elder. Elder. Still. Yeah. I but don't quote me on that. <laughs> no. it's, it's one of them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Either way, like just to be able to hold yeah. like one of those. She has two of the xenomorphs too from it. The xenomorph, like yeah. xenomorphs too. I'm a huge fan of, yeah. but predator oh, is always. She loves alien. Yeah, alien and loves. predator are like so. My my holy trinity, as I like to say, is Star Wars, Alien, and Predator. Like I I, <laughs> those were my biggest favorite thing things growing up as a kid. With Jason coming in pretty damn close behind it, and Freddy and Pinhead and all that. But those three in particular is just such a deep part of my childhood. Yeah, and I love them to death. All right, James. Well, you creepily have uh, Gingy over there blocking my view. The, uh, and having some kind of weird fucking spasm. The um, uh, so, why don't you and uh, Gingy, you know, first of all, show his Ken doll, um, uh, and then um, uh, 
And then uh, tell the nice people where they can find you <laughs> on uh, social media and on the onlines. We should do an entire podcast as puppets. They, uh, I am not against that. I'm not against that either. We can do that when we talk about uh, fake puppets and that whole industry. <laughs> yeah, fake props. Everybody just gets a puppet houses. in their seat. They, uh, <laughs> back, back in the, the band days, we, uh, we would joke sometimes because you get crowds where it just didn't matter what you did. We're like, what if we just played the CD and we came out with the, the, the Kiss action figures had come out like recently at that time. We're like, we'll just hide behind the drum riser with our Kiss action figures and just <laughs> pretend, you know? Like, Fucking amazing. <laughs> the, um, uh, the, um, uh, the MTV yeah. called it the best show they've ever been to. The, um, uh, I'm sure somebody would I find You guys really looked like mini kiss <laughs> the um, uh, the uh, anyway so yeah. so yeah on to your social media so hspva uh everything instagram facebook and apparently the twitter uh as well as hspva.com uh craig has been killing it with uh with uh building and and keeping our website going with photos and up to dates and you can actually get an email list now or join the email list on there now um so yeah so there's there's that and uh the books are all on amazon now i no longer have physical copies so you have to go to the amazon uh hsppa volume one two and three and right now i am working on something i love this uh high-tech graphic placement yeah exactly is it gonna? Focus? I'm gonna have to photocopy yeah, this we'll thing into the podcast. In there. <laughs> the uh, the uh, we had enough uh, 3D last yeah, night. Yeah, about as corny as as uh, uh, Friday the uh, so, Friday the Thirteenth. I, <laughs> I am uh, currently writing a book. This was my COVID project, although I've been working on it for about 25 years. Um, it's called the Lobo Fragpendium. It's a compendium about Lobo detailing. Uh, f- his entire 40 years in DC Comics uh, and it, it, it'll, the, the written part brings you through it and the part that I've been working on for like 25 years or whatever I can't do math right now <laughs> since I, I started collecting basically is Lobo has, his, his series had 64 issues but he's been in uh, 1,200, 1,300 comics. So I, I have tracked down every appearance that he's made in, in the last 40 years and, and logged it all. So there's a complete uh, appendix uh, that I'll have to cover and then all the details of artist, writer, anchor, penciler, dates, and all this. Do you have it labeled in like chronological order and stuff like that or order by release? Yeah, it'll, it'll be by date. Okay. I was going to say, I wish they did that for more characters, because yeah. especially for Marvel and DC, it's become such a clusterfuck over the years yeah. that it's like, where do you even begin? It's 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 really difficult. Yeah. Even my in-depth doing this myself, I lose track. Yeah. I can uh, only with, imagine, especially you, with that many issues and 40 well, and then, plus and years of history. You've got the universe switches and yeah. the timelines and the, and the jumping and stuff. But yeah, I mean, for, for ease of looking and stuff is I, I see a lot of lists do things alphabetically and that doesn't yeah. make sense uh, but this will be broke down by 
release date. And on top of that, in different sections. So you've got the original Lobo, the, that 1983 to 2011, the, the New Earth Lobo. And then you've got the New Universe jump uh, with like Emo Lobo and Lobo, the, the, the remake Lobo, the reboot Lobo into the current Lobo. And we're even including Crush, his, his new daughter. Nice. So, yeah. Nice. Very, very awesome. Yeah. All right. So it's, well, it's going to be great. And, and we've, um, I say we, so Danny Romero is doing this with me. She's doing a lot of the graphic work on it. Um, and uh, so that's that's the we when I say we on this. <laughs> um, but uh, I've gotten uh, involvement from a lot of the creators. And uh, rest his soul, Alan Grant, uh, I believe this is his last interview that he did. So that, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. So uh, Peter David is involved. We get into the whole Lobo versus Wolverine thing. Uh, Bernard Chang, Riley Brown, uh, Art Baltzer and Franco talking about coach Lobo. So, yeah. So it says coming soon on here. Do you have a general release window or just when it's done, it's done. Uh, so I, my, my timeline is, clicking fast i want to do a kickstarter maybe in october okay um the the book needs to come out in 2023 because that's the 40 year okay and in Mm. particular may or june that's the target because that's when um omega men number three came out in 1983 his first appearance nice so watch out for that uh that kickstarter yeah. The um, uh, so thank you so much, James. Yeah, man. thank dude, you, dude. It's always a pleasure to have you on on the podcast, brother. So thank you so much for checking out the, this episode of the Nightmares Podcast. As James gives up the devil horns, the um, uh, the um, maybe and, today the um, opposed to mine, <laughs> which is not today, Satan. The um, uh, so um, which is fucking awesome. So thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Nightmares Podcast. Thank you guys. You can uh, find um, uh, find our podcast everywhere where podcasts can be found. Uh, YouTube, uh, Anchor, Spotify, a bunch of different other apps. Um, so, And then also, too, if you are watching this on YouTube, if you would be so awesome to stab that like button, shoot that subscribe, and uh, the, um, and click that little dingy bell to be notified every time we drop amazing content just like that right here in MHN. Also, more importantly... Um, and then please follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Slasher, the, uh, the, the, the app for all things horror. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time on the Nightmares Podcast. Bye, guys. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs>